Hello and welcome to the Rising Empress podcast with your host, Lucy Al. This is the podcast about living life as a purpose-driven entrepreneur and sharing the lesson and milestone it takes to build on an empire and finding your path to do business your way. From sharing business experiences and above it all, sharing my truth about surrendering into the unknown that is building a business empire. After seven years in business as a portrait photographer and branding expert, which bring me joy every single day, I am entering a new realm of business coaching to help support other business owners growing the business their way. I genuinely believe you deserve the wealth in all aspects of your life you desire and focused on. I hope to inspire you with episodes on mindset, money and pricing, life and all things business. All right, let's dive into this episode. Neve Brady is a professional speaker, workshop facilitator and coach, specializing in productivity and well-being. Neve's interest in productivity began with her first job after college. She received a phone and a laptop, but no advice on how to manage her time and effort. Neve quickly fell into poor working habits and experienced burnt out multiple times in her career. Determined to break the cycle, Neve tried and tested countless productivity methods and combined them with over a decade of experience in project management and operation to create the Better Workday program. In 2020, Neve published her first ebook, Remote Working Essentials, which is a practical guide to balancing productivity and well being while working from home. Hi, Neve. Hi, Lucy. How are you? Good and yourself. Thank you so much for coming today. You're most welcome. I'm delighted to be here. Yes. I. It's actually in some way. I'd lo- ah, my goodness. I'm losing my train of thought. This today, like this today of my. Oh my god. Don't worry. Cut this up. Um. Can you actually introduce yourself and what you do? Yeah, I'd love to. So my name is Neve Brady, and quite simply, I help people to create a better workday. So I work with individuals and teams to change how they think about work and to manage their time, energy and attention in a way that allows them to be really successful while also looking after their well-being. Amazing. I created a Better Workday, which is my signature program that helps people to do just that. And then I also published Remote Working Essentials, which is a practical guide for anybody who works remotely or hybrid. So it's great. That's great. Yeah. And I know I've been following you for a while. So I kind of like had a, a dips in and out of your own way of working. And I'm like, I'm quite blown away because uh, what actually struck me was when you were saying that even though you are a coach, there is something that as you wa- you're working also with corporates, you will always wanting to have one feet into corporates so you don't lose touch from in that, a coaching perspective. Can you share a little bit about that part? Yeah, absolutely. So the Better Workday program and everything I do comes from the fact that I overworked myself for over a decade. So I have about 14 years experience in industry and the program is really a result of me trying and testing my own tools and my own methods that I read in books and on courses and you know on YouTube over the years and while that's relevant now I think it's important really important that I keep testing and trying those things in the workplace and keep experiencing the workplace which is why I still work and I'm happy to be continuing to work three days a week in a software company so every time I see the new challenges coming in, it really still is very much firsthand. And um, it's lovely because it means that I can 
be very honest and upfront with anything that I suggest to my clients then. That's amazing. Yeah, you you have a very, you know, kind of like you do, like you like your work is all about product, like enhancing your productivity with a, a side of well-being. It's like not going to the grinding mentality is like more like actually tone back and actually be more mindful about the ex um, what you have to do during the week you know from what I, like we were talking about earlier in um the last the last few conversation we had together and um what I actually I actually I had I was lucky enough to actually sh see you working <laughs> and there is something that I never seen before in terms of like you know a productivity coach or just just like in terms of like you have a very amazing way to connect people in a room without them even knowing each other well thank you <laughs> i'm a little bit lost for words to that but i think i think though inside and in what you just said there's the answer and it's that we're all just people in a room mm -hmm. so whether or not we're attending a workshop or we're on a webinar or we're working together in a group at work we're all just a bunch of humans, you know, trying to get along and do our best and get our work done. So as long as we bring it back to that level and forget about all the tech and forget about all the jargon, it's amazing how we connect back into each other and we're able to create fantastic and wonderful things. So it's as simple as that really, isn't it? It is definitely. And it, it's it, it's lovely to see it this way because, you know, there is a lot of things that happening in the world that's like a lot of things are shifting. It's like I've, I'm, I've seen it and I felt it as well. And as I'm outside of the corporate world, so I just don't know how it, it, it is actually working on the corporate side, though. But like we like we kind of like stripping away from uh, being unhuman, but like going back to being connecting with other people in the room, like we were saying. So it, it's it's actually beautiful to see. And I was actually was thinking of something because um, when we met, you were I was talking to you that I had a planner that I was launching a planner and yeah. called my Empire Planner. And you were saying, can I give you a tip? And I was like, go ahead, tell me everything. And I actually would love for you if you could um, you could share like this tip about like how to plan your week and how like you are kind of how you introduce that to your clients yeah so I think when we were talking I was telling you to be mindful about putting numbers on things and putting hours on things because if you see let's say do five things and it's pre-numbered for you one to five then we tend as humans to feel a bit guilty if we don't fill that list we're like oh we only have two mm -hmm. and we tend to invent the other three and from a timing perspective it's the same if we see a calendar and it's nine to five and we've got blank spaces a little bit of us is wondering is that okay? Should I not be doing something there? I know. It's blank, right? But, but that's the wrong way to be looking at it because if the two things that you're doing are the two right things, then there's no need to do three more. And if you have space in your workday, if you don't fill every hour, that just means you're leaving plenty of room for the unexpected. Because the first rule in planning is to leave plenty of space. You have control over your desk, but you don't have any control over other people's desks, their lives and all those things which are going to come in. So by giving yourself the gift of space, it means you'll get the important things done, but it also means you can respond to other people in a very compassionate way because they're not interrupting your jam packed day. You have space to really listen to them and say, how can I help this person? Mm. How can I add value to their day? And that's a very cyclical thing. 
they'd be able to come back and do the same for you. So when it comes to planning, it's always just do what you need to do. Don't feel the need to fill things. And in fact, space is a very good thing to have. Um, let life fill it, you know what I mean? And be able to be present and be responsive. Definitely, yeah. I actually, it, it's funny because you were saying about calendar. I, be, even before you even saw the planner that I did purposely did not put in nine to five in my planner yes. because I rather you having a, 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 an, an option to actually write things down and lo- floating your head more than having to f- f- feeling the idea of like you need to fill your day, which is definitely will bur- like will you you you've been uh, you uh, an advocate of that like will lead to burnout and you an advocate to just like you need space to actually. Get, getting away from like not getting too close to burnout as well um as we are in january and yes. i was just actually wanted to um to ask you one like not one question but like if you had three tips to people to give away for the how to actually start this year 2022 in the most amazing start they could give themselves what would it be okay So the first thing I would do is I would ask them to begin every day by answering this question. Who am I helping today? Because when you think about who are you helping or who are you serving by doing your work, you're automatically connecting to your teammates or your customers or suppliers or all those other people who are trying to work as well. And it turns like a to-do list, which is just a list of work and tasks into an opportunity to interact with people and to create a better day for them. So always ask yourself, who am I helping? Who can I help? The second thing I'd suggest to do is to build in 15 minutes at the end of the day for a reflection. So this is a bit of a study-based tip because research has shown that you increase your productivity by 25% if you do this. Mm. Uh, Yeah. Yeah. And it's just because you're giving yourself the space to think about what you've done during the day, what you need to do tomorrow. And then by giving yourself the time to really think about it, you're going to make better decisions which means the next day you're going to do better work, which is so fantastic. And it's only 15 minutes. The third thing I would suggest you do is January. So it's time to dust off the cobwebs and throw something out. Delete, delete something off your to-do list. I guarantee Ah! you there's stuff that crept in there. It was important once upon a time. It's definitely not important now. Just delete, delete elite give yourself that gift give other people the gift it's fantastic and it costs you nothing which is great it is actually great a great tip i feel like you know because we do tend to have a million things in our to-do list and we can like get our, our very overwhelmed like I, I, I'm lucky that I will, I worked now that I have a system that if some things do, do not get uh, done, like I either can outsource it or I can just cancel it. But I, will, I have my system in my to-do list, so I'm happy to cross things, but like some things do not get crossed. I'm like, is it really valuable? Is that really needed? Um, and is it very urgent? And if it's not, or like it actually changed my mind, I'm more than happy to cross it. But I think in January, as you were saying, it's even more important to actually go back and realize what worked and what did not work and actually remove the things that delete that you were saying the, um, from your last last year. Um, I wanted to, like you were saying, like I actually love your first question about the uh, who you were serving. Yeah. actually got, got me goosebumps when you were saying that because that's something that we actually tend not to think of isn't it yeah 
Yeah, we just get caught, caught up in the work, I suppose. But like, I always use the example of an email. You know, people get so frustrated with their emails. And I'm like, you have a bad relationship with your email because your email is just a tool to allow you to serve and help other people because there's another person at a laptop somewhere else asking you for something. It just happens to be sent through this thing called email. So once we remember that, we're all serving and supporting each other it completely changes how you think about work doesn't it it does and how you spend your time yeah it does and like, you know what I was thinking when you say that like who are you serving today and I was like me this it's CEO okay day too. you know and I was like this is actually just really emphasizing like you know putting a word into today's CEO day it has an extra layer of like, actually today I'm deciding whatever is important to make my business go faster uh, or at least more, not faster, but like, you know, wiser. And there is a thing that I actually love from what you were sharing with me uh, in one of the conversation we had, it was how to plan your week. Mm. Mm. And so. you had a great analogy of how to plan your week and I was blown away by it. Yeah, I remember that. So I think some people work really well by starting with a calendar and filling it with their tasks. But others, I suppose, don't have the same amount of availability every day of the week. Of course, you know, especially if you're maybe having a side hustle and a full time job or maybe you're caring for others. So in that case, you're like, when am I going to get all this done and how am I even going to tackle it? So a really nice way to plan your week from that perspective is just make a list of everything you have to do. And jot down next to roughly how much time it takes. Maybe, you know, setting up for this meeting will take 20 minutes and just make, make a note of that. And then take a look at your days ahead and say, okay, on Monday I have two hours. And pick the tasks that can fit into your two hours on Monday. So, you know, you've got a container of two hours on Monday. Now fill it with tasks that will fit into that container. And you can use you know, different color pens or highlighters or something like that for different days of the week. And all of a sudden that to-do list goes from something really, really long to a couple of different buckets of things that you can tackle in the time that's available to you. And again, this is really good for people who maybe work at regular hours, who have their side hustle, you know, who have other commitments and can't, you know, give as much time as they think they should give. You still can do plenty in the time that you have if you think about it in advance. Is that the one that you're talking about, Lucy? Yes, it actually, this one. Yeah, it, yeah. it, it, it makes so much sense. Like, you know, uh, offloading what you have to do and then finding the time, but not planning it too much ahead because it's yeah. it's so overwhelming. And as you were, we were talking earlier, if you do it this way, you're actually going to look at your of your day and you're like, oh my God, I didn't have the time to do X, Y, and Z. And you're like going to actually molesting your brain. Is that the way? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And yeah, it, it's actually, you know, I'm actually thinking back to what you were saying about your daily review and I actually tend to do that every week myself. And um, would you personally encourage daily or weekly it's good enough? I always say daily for a short one. And as I said, five to 15 minutes. It can be while you're making your cup of tea or, you know, having your shower at the end of the day. It doesn't have to be like a dedicated time mm. and place. Um, but even just ask yourself the questions of what went well today and what can I do differently tomorrow? Like even those two questions. Yeah. Like the first question, you're acknowledging the progress you've made because every day you are making progress. Agreed. And acknowledging that really does feed your confidence and your ability to give more the next day. 
And then what can I do differently is again, you're just challenging yourself in a very small way to say, how can I tweak my routine? So how can I pay more attention? How can I put in effort in a different way tomorrow to move the needle and to be able to work in a way that better supports me? So just two questions, Lucy, it doesn't have to be a big thing. Oh, and definitely. At, point, at the end of the week, you do your deep dive. You yeah. Know, you do what worked, what didn't work, and you kind of go in there. It, it's actually when you were saying that you can do it in the shower, it's like, oh, that you didn't mean sitting down and write it down. Because I cannot do that every day. But definitely, I do have that, my mini celebration every day. I'm like, what yes. did I do today? And like, I was um, I was chatting with uh, some of my mastermind person, um, you know, my, my ladies. And it was funny because for me, one of my biggest celebration of the week was actually finishing all the laundry. <laughs> And it was like, oh my God, I finished the laundry. It's been stacking for for weeks and like, I'm done. And it was so like, even though that's a mommy thing and all of that, but it's just like, it was such a, a celebration to me because at least I'd done something. Yes, oh, absolutely. You know? And like, it'll be taken down the Christmas tree. I did it, right? Oh if you gosh. haven't done it already by the time you know, Now it's the time. Now it's the time, But, you know, like we have to celebrate the wins. And the thing is, like a lot of people do it subconsciously, as you said, but by, by calling out, I am doing my daily reflection now, it just brings attention to it. And when you do something with intention, you're more aware of it. So you listen to yourself more, you get more out of those few minutes. As I said, it doesn't matter where you're doing it, just, just kind of intentionally do it. And yeah. it really does make a difference in your day. It brings up your gratitude as well level and like your great having grateful heart really helps in being being more positive as well. So you uh, I definitely can see that the productivity can increase because when you actually realize what you've done in a day without like and just like the on the like the other hand of like having your brains like you haven't done anything today and you're like actually realizing no, I actually did this. I did that. And you know, we both moms, so we'll be like, as I always say that to, uh, to women that have kids, like if you actually sit, like not sit down, but actually reflect of your day, you'd be shocked how much you have done by 8 a.m. Oh, I was just going to say it. I'm, I'm up since by 30 a.m. this morning. So by the time I got to 8 a.m., I had fed two children, dressed them, played with them, cared for them. Like I practiced my negotiation skills, my, my gamification skills. Yeah, my sales and marketing skills. Yeah, yeah. You know, mm -hmm. I was a peacekeeper at one point in the morning. Oh I know. know. You know, I was an entertainer for another oh part of the morning. <laughs> and, and we do all of this work. And, like, if you were to take all of the skills that we use as parents and bring them into a corporation, you would be at the C-suite because you would. the skills and and capabilities that we use to nurture and raise our children and look after our household is second to none. And acknowledging that along with the, the, the job stuff, yeah. paid job stuff is, is important. So, so definitely i will be acknowledging both. I still haven't got to the end of my washing. No, I have. <laughs> it was okay. a fluke. I I, had, okay. I got lucky because actually all my bit like you know my 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 clothes bins I'm empty so I actually just filled like I was like washing drying washing drying and I could fill wow. the box but it's it's clo it's clean but it does not take took put away yet but it's clean. It's clean. <laughs> so. and, but, but. But now you see, and actually, so, so here we go, right? Because you've done something and aren't we always as humans going, oh, but it's not done, it's not put away yet. But so oh, for not. me, it's done. But the thing is, yeah, the second done. step is not done, but it's fine. Like, I get to it. <laughs> and, and 
And that's a really good point because as as you know, people who are knowledge workers, like knowledge economies, one of the biggest problems they have is knowing when the work is done because it can get so unclear, so ambiguous, especially like if you're in a creative job, you know, yeah. or you're in a marketing job and you're like, when is it done? The closure, yeah. It's... When is it done? Like, how do mm. I know I can stop? Like, you knew it was done because we put them all in the bins and you could physically see it's done. Yeah. Sometimes people don't know what done looks like, so they keep on working. Yeah. Um, and the value time ratio is diminishing all the time. So, like, just because we're talking about it, I always ask people to define what done looks like before mm. you start working on the task. Important. Yeah. You know what I mean? What is good enough? Um, and knowing that upfront really changes how much effort and energy you put into something because you're like, I have enough done and that's okay. You know? Yeah. And, and you know what you were saying? It actually really reminded me of uh, of myself as a photographer a few years back. Then, like, you know, always thinking, I uh, like, I was also like I'm, I'm i'm a lot of into the energies of of uh of business and masculine energy and feminine energy i was a lot into my pending energy of like i felt like i i delivered to my clients but my brain was not having ticked mm. and it's done so i was still like are they happy how the, is it done is yeah. it closed and i was like i was actually molesting again my brain about like things that were like they probably have like for them, it was done, delivered, sorted. And you were like, I was holding the energy and I was actually burning myself out because of un- untold definition of done. So it's actually yeah. great. It's a, it's a great uh, analogy that you were saying, definitely. Um, I actually, I had something coming in. Of course, it just like floop. <laughs> that happens. Um, they, like you, you were saying like... Uh, like what I actually uh, uh, really appreciate, like you were saying, is like you really want to stay in, uh, like in uh, connected with the corporation, yeah. uh, working corporation, and I'm like I'm very blown away by this dedication because you, you know yourself, have you you've burned two times, so I definitely would love to get to that after, but like. I've worked in corporation and the first thing my body wanted is just like, get out of here, get out of here. And I'm like, when I actually heard about you and the way you work and how you want to implement a better work day, a better work life for your, uh, for people within a corporation, I was blown away. And I'm like, is there anything that in, in, in corporation or you think, feel is in, like it's the first thing that you say to them or not say but like encourage them to apply within the, co- the company to actually make the employees feel better you know, having better better work day yeah so like the reason I'm so passionate I suppose about staying with the corporate world as well as uh, supporting people who are running their own businesses and doing their own thing is because again coming back to my earlier point we're all just people trying to make our way and there are fantastic people working within the corporate sector who have got so much talent and energy and potential and I just don't like to see them burning out you know I just know that there's a better way for them so that they can give their best at work and then be able to have enough of the time to give their best at home as well so I just think as somebody who has gone through the journey myself and got to a senior position I have responsibility as a role model to give back to that sector and to maybe uh, change things for the better so that the next generation of people coming through will work differently. So that's why it's so important to me uh, to keep my foot in there and to try and do my part. And I always, you know, when I'm working with any company um, for team workshops or for anything bigger than that, it always goes back to 
the people. Who are you helping? And you'll be amazed, Lucy, the minute I say to people, you have the answers more so than I have. Tell me how you can help each other. All of a sudden, the answers start coming. The ideas to work differently start coming. They just need somebody to come in and remind them that they are a group of people full of potential and the capacity to care for each other and to have great fun at work. Yes. <laughs> and that's it. That is the most important thing. You know, I have people, if you've been to my workshops or if you come to my workshops, maybe don't listen, but if you've been to my workshops, <laughs> I have people singing. I have people standing up, doing actions. I have people laughing. And it's because, guys, we're here for it's not a too good serious. Time. Yeah. yeah. And mm. when we have fun together, we bond. Yeah. And then we Agreed. work better. So, look, that's it with corporate. It's all about reminding them that they're just a bunch of people trying to get the work done together and to go exactly. for a few drinks after, you know. And <laughs> as as COVID restriction like, on and off. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But, like, as soon as that, they remember that time, they're like, okay, well, I won't schedule that meeting for you because then you can't have your lunch. And the consideration of the other person comes back into play. And it's mm-hmm. amazing the difference that's made once you remember that everyone is just a human. That's it's amazing, and and it's definitely something that I really like. I've been been working in a corporate uh, for a few years, seeing it because like you know for like I started like feeling like a human, and like I've been I've been like I felt like I was dehumanized, like you know I yeah. was kind of. Uh, it's like you have taken one extra minute in your break. It's like today, and I'm like, but have you seen my last, like my last three weeks? You know, it's just kind of like going to just the negative side of things, and start instead of like highlighting what has been done well and what is actually like as you were saying it's like the reflection of the day and i feel like this is something that some corporation may have lost touch on and i'm like i'm so glad there is people like you um that actually are there to actually change the like change the world into the corporation because at the end of the day not everyone wants to be an entrepreneur but everyone wants to have a great day at work exactly and like to your point there's always going to be good and bad managers good and bad work cultures but what we're trying to do And like you can try to do this with your own entrepreneurs, you know, is to find the good people, empower them, Mm -hmm. help them shine brighter so they can cast longer rays across the organization and, you know, overshadow the negativity. You know what I mean? And the more we build up the positive people and those attitudes of empowerment and stuff, then more and more teams will fall into that side and, you know, the others will crumble. It will happen. We just need to keep as we'll keep the faith and keep on doing it. So again, very passionate as you can probably. No, tell. that's great. I great. I, and I, I feel like any at the end of the day, one step closer every day or like every yeah. week, it's something, you know. And yeah. then I, I like you know, like as you coach, you've done like personal growth and everything, you know, personal de- development at some level. And you know, I it's it's a big thing that I I learned years ago was like you cannot change people, but you can show them what change is and it's exactly what you do and it's 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 actually amazing like you know in in some aspect uh, so many aspects of it and I was actually wanted to come back to you because that's something that you're also very passionate about is burnout and I'm actually was wondering to you as you burn you burnt out twice as you were you were sharing that with me and what are for you were the signs of burnout when that happened yeah, so I had burnout officially twice, and then I did a couple of other mini episodes. So like, you know, like relapse. It's been a, yeah, relapsing. It's been a long journey. Um, 
but the signs really for me and um they're a little bit contradictory it's um i have a load of energy like frenzy of energy uh, i want to keep on working i block out requests or um support and people are offering to help mm. no 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 i can do it the head goes down and it stays down and i keep trucking on if i can just get this done if i can just get this done and it's almost like you're on that hamster wheel but you can't stop you have a fear of stopping so you'll just keep on working and the reason you have a fear of stopping is you know once you stop you're going to break down yeah so you try to run from it mm-hmm. but it, it, it goes so- harder on yourself isn't it yeah. <laughs> i've so- done that <laughs> So like, you know, some of the signs of burnout are like things like, you know, kind of not really feeling like you like work anymore, feeling resentment towards work, but like not being able to stop working. It's like, I'll just get this done. I'll just get this done. I'll just work overtime tonight. I'll just work on Sunday. I'll just do this. I'll just do this. It never stops. And you are burning yourself out, but it's like you can't catch yourself. So for me, the the, the most serious episode was in 2012. And I went into the job I was working in and I sat down in front of my uh, monitor and my laptop and I powered on my machine and I was paralyzed. I, just could, I couldn't work. I had run so hard. I And I call it productivity paralysis because I was suddenly overwhelmed with so much that I had to do because I probably generated an awful lot of that myself. So much to do and I just didn't know how to start anymore. And I sat, I remember that day I sat at my machine for the entire day and I didn't do it half work. I just sat there, couldn't mm. work. And, you know, some people will relate to that. Some people will relate to, to the earlier uh, description, but burnout manifests itself in different ways for people. Um, the only other thing I'd say on it is for a long time, I just said that, oh no, I just suffer from anxiety. Mm. Mm, yeah, so I used the anxiety label as an excuse to not address my bad working habits. Mm-hmm. And funnily enough, as soon as I changed how I worked and how I looked at my well-being, my anxiety decreased massively. Agreed. Almost gone. Agreed. So it's interesting. So, um, you know, some people, I suppose they label it in a way that suits them to avoid them addressing. It's a denial kind of thing, isn't it? Oh, totally. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just anxiety. No need for just working 60 hours a week, every week. Okay. You're never switching off, darling. That's the yeah, reason that's- why. On the twitch, you know, um, so yeah, <laughs> you know, when you were saying about like you know, um, you, you have high level of, of energy, it actually reminded me of uh, of me at some level. Um, and I personally got uh, diagnosed with ADHD when I was 29, so it's a big couple of years ago, and I, I realized that I had that massive energy and a very big deep, and like I had like that was my relapse. I had I had huge burnout, burnout from work, but also like. You know, I, I was working at work and I had I had a business. So I was working, I, I had like my my side hustle that I was building. The thing is, I was like, you know what? I'm just like, I feel tired from work. I don't want to be doing that. And I went to sick and sick leave and I was like, I'm going to work on my business. No, I couldn't. I, I was like exactly like you were saying, sitting on my, on my desk and I was like mindless YouTubing, mindless, you know, all of those things. And months pass because sometimes burnout can take a long time to 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 be like you feel like for you to get back out of it just realize like oh my god all those months i actually really done anything which i'm like at the time i was judging myself now i have very big compassion as well because 
you know, I think it's the biggest thing that we have to learn in t- like for anyone in bi- like, you know, in business or in the corporation that things will not happen, like will may not happen exactly like the way you have intended to. But the thing is that having compassion of like it actually happened exactly the way it should have done. You needed the mindless crawling. You needed the time off. You needed all of that and everything else can wait, wait on you to catch up. I agree. And, you know, I, I suppose I think of it a little bit differently to that as well. Because mm-hmm. um, I always struggled with that, right? I'm like, of course. Oh, I can be doing something. I mean, I don't even watch TV only if I'm with my partner. Like, he's like, do you want to watch telly tonight? And five minutes out of seven, I'm like, no, you're fine. And then, okay, we'll watch a show, right? Mm-hmm. So, so I really um, don't relax easily. Mm-hmm. Or I didn't relax easily. But the way that I thought about it and the way that works really well for me and it might work well for some of your listeners is you have to give others a chance to respond. You have to give the world a chance to respond to the work that you are doing and the great things that you're building. Mm. So you might be ready to move on to the next thing and you might be ready to work again on the next project and you might be ready to keep on pushing forward. But you have to slow down not only for yourself but actually to let others receive what you've done so far and come back around to you mm-hmm. because if you don't give them the space to respond to you you will never actually reap the rewards of the work that you've done so now and a very simple example is email so now i used to be constantly checking my email constantly now i sent an email i'm like i'm going to give the other people the time to get back to me and i'm going to give them that space and i'll check my email again tomorrow morning because yeah. I'm giving other people the space. And again, I can only speak to some people, as soon as you stop thinking about yourself and start thinking about the other people in the process, it's easier. Like I have a sticky note on my computer and it says, it's not about me. Mm, that's so, very... so little yeah. of all of this is about me. Mm-hmm. Like, <laughs> it's all about everybody else. Yeah, I, I do actually have a, in some ways some d- different ideas around that because I like for me everything that happens it, it it's a reflection of what's happening within you um and you know like the reason I'm saying that is like I've done a lot of therapy <laughs> and it's like it came up a lot the thing is you know as I was saying to you about pending energy there is something as you were saying like you send an email and you just stop like responding like it's basically yeah. it's just checking your emails is responding so you actually cut off all this uh, of the leaking of energy towards like yeah. that person coming back to you just setting intention you get to it where on your in your own time i am i'm actually st- like that's the, the the done as you were saying yeah is the closure of like i send email tick done 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 and it's like it's it's actually cutting so much of your leak little leaks of energy and and I do agree with you, like, it's not all about me. The thing is that everything in your life is a reflection of what's happening in within yourself. And, you know, sometimes we get caught up into our mind and when we're actually realizing that our intuition says something different. And I don't know where I'm going with that. <laughs> I had something and it just went away. But, yeah, at, at some level, yeah, it... I agree with you in at, at some capacity within your work, you have to lead, lead, to actually give the responsibility so to the other people to come back to you or do what they, they said they will do. Because 
like we're moms so we kind of like we do have that idea of like you know put your shoes on put your shoes on and you know all of those things but in work i like i send you the email and i'm done it i don't have to just like have you checked your emails yet have you checked your emails yet you know that's not my job i'm not your mom and it's just like that's kind of the the reason why had like for me i have very dissociate those two things is like i don't need to be i don't need to be a mom-like figure for a client or for uh, you know uh, people i work with i take i i take that they are responsible enough that they can make their own decisions exactly and like to your point about the energy like if we just want to extend that for a second yeah if you send the email and you really if you really mark it done and let it go then you are allowing the other person to fully receive it right so you have let it go out of your life 100%. and you have fully let it in to their life right and um, because i'm a kind of big believer that we are all connected and that energy does flow and to your point then everything that you do every action and word you make you speak is a reflection of what's going on inside of you so you're keeping your energy and you're keeping your own well-being and your own capacity to show up as your best self when you're writing that next email when you're setting that next intention when you're working on that next project because you're not rushing around chasing people you know what i mean um and the other point i was making is that we don't have to go so fast so we can you know i think with trees trees are a great thing like you know you can plant the tree um and like you might be worried that the tree isn't growing up tall so you're like oh i must plant another tree and i must plant another tree but remember that there's probably roots growing underneath and you just can't see them so don't give up on that tree yet Mm. water it walk away give it a chance to mature it will come you know um and then maybe you don't need to plant 10 trees after all maybe you just need to plant two you know it's just that kind of thing Mm. you know it is actually to me when you were saying that i it was a great analogy of personal growth because To be able to get it out of the world and share what you learn, you need the time to grow your roots and integrate them. And, you know, it's just like, but the thing is that the, at first, you, no one will see what's changed. The only person that feels is like you're more grounded, you're more rooted within your own yeah. knowledge. And it's actually a great analogy about the tree. I definitely would go to do a post about that. <laughs> <laughs> but it, it is, I, I'm, I'm very like, you're so knowledgeable in so many aspects. And I, I know how, a kind of heart you have when 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 you work with people as well because even though it's all about like in some level it's about productivity and like performance but the thing is you do you do not forget about well-being because you've been there about you being that you know the burnout person and you're like you know pushing into performance until like it breaks and would you have a like a last word of like what came what would come to mind of like if you were to support someone that need to hear something today what would it be um you know i probably go back to um when I was in 2012 and I had that really bad episode and I actually recorded an EP as my own recovery mm. um, and um, the title of the EP was Save the Day. Uh, so my word for anyone who's out there who's struggling is like, don't be afraid, you know, you can get the help and you can save your own day. Beautiful. That's beautiful. You know? How can we find you, Neve? Well, you can find me on, it's called the internet. Um, <laughs> really? If, if you get Wi-Fi, I think it's W-I-F-I. Um, jump, jump on. I know, I'm there all over the 
Shall I share your address as well? No, I'm kidding. <laughs> So at Neil Brady Coach is where you'll find me on places like Instagram and LinkedIn are the two places I hang out most. Um, and then my website is neilbrady.com. And if you're based in Cork and listening from Cork, if you see me on the street, pop up and say hi. Oh, yes. Beautiful. And I know that in 2022, you've been back backtracked by what's happening with the pandemic, but you are planning on running more and more in-person workshops. And I yes. definitely would encourage anyone to uh, to get to them because they are super insightful. So, you know, check her out. And whenever you have a workshop, if you're in Ireland or you can actually make it to Ireland, I definitely highly recommend for you to come. Thanks, Lucy. Thank you. Bye stop the recording. I have set my intention that this episode will resonate with you. Thank you so much for listening. And before you go and get to your next to-dos, if this episode helped you feel inspired, empowered, or just to be kind to yourself, can I ask you a quick favor? And go leave a five-star review on this podcast at It Is Very New. You will certainly be added into my gratitude list today. And it will help other purpose-driven entrepreneurs just like you to discover the podcast. That is the most amazing thing I could ever ask for. I wish you a lovely week filled with mini wins and that will lead you to rise your empire. Talk to you very soon.